Hello, everybody. Welcome to the third mini-sode, Homeless Week mini-sode of the Community Examiner Dome podcast, brought to you by GCH, Grampians Community Health for you, your family, and our community. My name is Gareth Oliver. Thank you so much for listening to this third mini-sode. And uh, this episode, we're talking with our very own Andrew Parsons uh, about what he can uh, help you with if you come into GCH, him and our other homelessness workers, uh, around supports for people in uh, Ararat. Uh, Stall and Sonata in particular. So here's the third mini-sode of the very own, Mr. Andrew Parsons. Uh, this is the Community as a Middle Name podcast, mini-sode edition. Another mini-sode for Homelessness Week this week. Uh, Andrew Parsons, who you have already heard his beautiful guitar playing. Andrew, thanks for coming on. No worries. Thank you for having me. Uh, My pleasure, mate. Um, Tell us about uh, Homelessness Week and a bit about what your role is at GCH. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Homelessness Week, uh, we've organised a few activities across our region. So Generally for Grampians Community Health and my role in particular and other homelessness workers that we have, we cover our at Stall and Sonata as a general area for the work that we do. But this week across Horsham, Stall and Ararat, we've put on some events to uh, raise some awareness, maybe raise some money, uh, and just generally get out there and raise community awareness and talk to the community about homelessness and homelessness issues. Um, it's a really good way for us to be able to yeah raise awareness within the community and also connect with the community directly um, in spaces outside the office, which can also be like a really positive thing. So um, it's been a really good week so far. We've had two really successful events so far in Horsham and Stall, and now uh, we've got one tomorrow morning in Ararat, um, or whenever you're listening, it would be Friday. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been good. And look, my role in our Grampians Community Health is a homelessness practitioner. So I work with people across Ararat, Stall and Sananad. Um, who have had a, a longer-term experience of homelessness and need that sort of support um, and case management and collaboration with other services to get themselves into um, a situation where they're feeling housed and safe uh, and hopefully sort of on their way to a more richful and meaningful life. Um, that's the goal. So what, so what are you seeing across those those three towns? At least, you know, I know from me anecdotally, from what I see when I'm out and about, there seems to be a lot more homelessness than what there was, you know, back when when you and I were younger. We're both our at locals. Um, yeah. Is that what you're seeing as well? Absolutely. I, I feel the same thing. If I reflect on my experience of what I saw with my eyes in Ararat um, as, say, a teenager or a 20-year-old, uh, as opposed to now being closer to 40, it's very different. Homelessness is far more visible uh, in the community than what it was. Um, personally, myself, um, yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of people, there's some spots in our app, for example, that I know people rough sleep down at the train station or in the park. Definitely something I'd never saw before, but it's hard to know where the homelessness is becoming more visible or whether it's just also we're getting more awareness of it in the community. The media are talking about homelessness. Obviously, I'm more aware of it working in the field too, so I think that's probably heightened my, you know, awareness of the issue, so I'm seeing things more, but... 
I would have to say it just feels like overwhelmingly it's such a more visible issue than what it was. Um, and that's a scary thing. And when you look at um, the work that we're doing at the moment, the lobbying we're doing to the government around social housing, it's clear that we have a housing issue. We're in a housing crisis. Uh, it's not easy for people to you know, obtain a private rental through agents. And it's really not easy to get yourself a public house too. It can be years on waiting lists for some people. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, a very complex issue. Yeah, actually, when I was talking to the Uniting Wimmera people uh, a couple of days ago, and they, they said, you know, they may have helped 700 people, but they've probably had to turn that many away um, because they simply don't have spots to put people. Um, mm-hmm. Are you guys seeing that around our stall scenario? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We are seeing um, a lot of that. And, and the hard part is that for a lot of people, once you get through that um, circumstance where someone might be in, in a real crisis to the point where they're able to get some assistance to look for, say, a rental or a public house or a transitional house or whatever the goal might be for that person, there's often a bit of a waiting list with most organisations because it is so um, it's so busy for us and there's so many people looking for support at the same time. It is unfortunate that it feels like a lot of people are falling through the cracks, um, which, you know, it's pretty consistent with a lot of other sectors that we kind of intersect with too, like mental health and, you know, that kind of thing as well. So, yeah, it's it's quite sad to see that. Yeah, and it's an Australia-wide issue, I guess, too. We're looking at it from a local lens, but um, but this is happening everywhere in the country uh, from what I'm I'm seeing and hearing in the media. Absolutely, it is. Yep, national, obviously, too, when you look internationally as well, other countries that you would say is similar demographic to us are having very similar issues. Um, a lot of places not knowing what to do about it. Speaking of podcasts, there's some great podcasts out there, one particular one, um, Outsiders, which was about uh, how a particular city in America dealt with a homelessness crisis that they had locally. Um, you know, it is. It's very consistent with what we're seeing, yeah, in a lot of places. Yeah. Good one for people to listen to after they've listened to Communities in Little Name and the other podcasts on their network. That's exactly um, right. Go to yeah. them first, absolutely. No one's waiting later. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, um, so someone comes through uh, intake and they get put in contact with you, what do you then go and do with the person you're working with? Absolutely. So commonly the things that we would do, um, look, it varies from person to person, and our approach is always a person-centred approach. So it, it does vary. But if I was to generalise what it would look like, um, we do an assessment of that person to see what their history with housing has been like, what their current situation is like, and what their goals are. So when we can see what that person's goals are, then we can track back and sort of help them with the steps they might need to get there. So sometimes it looks like helping people with, um, say, supporting with uh, private rental applications. Sometimes it's supporting with public housing applications. And sometimes if people are needing transitional housing and that sort of thing, we'll go and advocate for that. So, um, and obviously when you're looking at homelessness, it's a, it is a complex issue. Um, and it intersects with a lot of other issues, as you can imagine, like mental health and alcohol and drug issues. So we're kind of looking at addressing that person's situation holistically. So obviously we want, when it comes to our work, housing is our main focus and trying to get that person a home because when you're housed, you have the building blocks, you know, to move forward with those other aspects of your life. So, but in saying that too, if we identify that person might need some legal support or they might need help with their mental health or counselling, whatever it might be, as we identify those issues, we're also trying to link them in with supports and, and address them at the same time. So 
Um, yeah, typically that's what it kind of looks like. It's about assessing the person's situation, finding out what their goals are, and then trying to come up with a holistic approach to, to help them move towards those goals. So how closely do you guys work with other providers across the Grampians, Wimmera, you know, Ballarat region? Very close. So we work with Uniting Wimmera very closely at the moment, oh, always. Um, they uh, partner with us on a lot of our different programs. Uh, they are obviously to the organisation that provides entry point for homelessness support. So when someone is looking for support, even if it comes through Grampians Community Health, the gateway for that is through Uniting Wimmera. So um, we're working close with them, closely with mental health services, close with other um, social support programs, and obviously programs that exist within Grampians Community Health as well. We have um, a wide spectrum of support, and we do tap into that as well. Um, and look, I suppose like a, a lot of other um, services that are around, collaboration is you know, is key and that we all know that now. And um, I think that the relationship we've built with our other organisations is really strong and we always aim to collaborate well on our cases. So goes back to that old no wrong door policy, doesn't it? That's right. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, I believe you've got a phone number to give to people who, uh, who may be wondering about how to actually get in touch with, uh, with, with some intake program through Uniting. Absolutely. So the best number to call, obviously, the phone number for Uniting Wimmera, uh, which is our local service, is 5362-4000. Uh, uh, it was 4-triple-O. Or you can also call our entry point line, which is a free call on 1-800-015-188. If you call that number between 9 and 5 within our areas, you would be directed to Uniting Wimmera, and they are the entry point for all of our services, whether you're looking for long-term um, housing case management or whether you might be simply you know, in a crisis point at the moment and not knowing where to turn next, that's the number to call. And they'll point uh, that person in the right direction, whether they need to come to GCH or they need to go to somewhere uniting themselves or the Selvos or Winteringham or, or any of those organisations. That's correct. Any of those organisations, that, that's the best place to start. Yep. He did those numbers off the top of his head too. Anyone listening? He's um, a very talented man, Mr. Parsons. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um Look, you, and you went to an event in Melbourne last week on the CEPs Parliament. Do you want to tell us a bit about that before we, yeah. um, we wrap Abs- up? Absolutely. So, yeah, Amber, a colleague of mine, and myself went to um, Parliament House with some, also some other colleagues from Uniting Wimmera and other support services around. And what we were there to, to do was communicate to the government the need for more social housing. At the moment, they estimate in Victoria we need a minimum of 6,000 um, more social houses, uh, social housing homes. So um, we're lobbying to to get that done. Now, that's a monumental job and it's going to take quite some time to achieve, but we are in a housing crisis at the moment um, and we know that we need to take, you know, really immediate action if we want to see some change in any time soon. So that's what the event was about. We had some very strong speakers there. Um, there was one particular presentation from a lady um, who had been involved in the homelessness system herself. Uh, she shared her story, which was massively inspiring. We also had perform- musical performances from a choir. Um, and the choir was made up of people, same thing, who'd had a lived experience of homelessness or mental health. And it was um, not only an amazing thing to take part in, but also if the outcomes are there and we get commitment from the government around social housing, um, it will be just an amazing um, outcome for everybody. So, But it's definitely it's a long-term plan. 
and it's going to take a lot of work. But yeah, we've got a lot of people in this in the service system, luckily enough, that are committed to the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great slogan that came out of that, um, which was "Social housing saves lives," and I just think that was um, for me. I just think that's what it's all about. If we want to really help people, uh, the building blocks. Uh, you know, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is something we look at professionally and what people need and, you know, houses is, is it. We all need a home and a shelter and, um, a, you know, a safe place for, for our families. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before I let you go, uh, mm-hmm. is there anything that you'd just like to, to get out to people listening? I, I do this with everyone, ask everyone this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so look, yeah. The biggest message I would say is homelessness is a big issue now. It's a, it's a great thing to educate yourself on if you're interested in it. Um, there's some great information out there in terms of statistics around the effects on homelessness in our regions. A lot of people on the ground doing grassroots work like the Selvos, um, even the work that we do at Grampians Community Health as well. Um, if you follow our socials, you'll see that we, um, we're doing a winter coat program um, that's been really successful providing warm coats for people for the winter time. There's a lot of uh, support services out there for people that are also in need themselves. If you have the time to come down and connect with us in the community at an event or even at the office, um, we're, we're happy to have a talk about your situation at any time. Obviously, I can call our intake line through Grampians Community Health as well, uh, 53587400. I did know that one off the top of my head. Um, and, uh, you know, you can get that advice and, and support that you need to be, um, like, like Gareth mentioned before, you know, no wrong door. Give us a call and we can make sure that you get uh, pointed in the right direction. Excellent. Uh, Andrew, thank you very much for your time and um, and appearing on the Communities Minute Name podcast mini-sode. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Gareth. Thanks again, Andrew, for coming on. And uh, thanks again for the music that you've provided for the intro and outro for the uh, Community is Our Middle Name podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed these mini-sodes we've done for Homelessness Week. So what will be happening is I will be putting them all together and there will be one big episode in case you might have missed any. If you have missed any, of course, go to your podcasting uh, stream and you can find them on there. And, uh, yeah, check out uh, our socials at GCH as well and we'll have some stuff around Homelessness Week and some uh, some pics from some of the events that have occurred and some of the uh, some of the other stuff that we've been doing here for Homelessness Week and the amazing work of our homelessness workers. Um, so this has been uh, the GCH mini-sode episode of the Community Middle Name Podcast. My name is Gareth Oliver. I will have a full episode with all the minisodes in together coming to you very, very shortly. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And until then, when you hear me then, uh, you'll be able to listen to everything all at once. But for now, I'll say so long. <laughs>